Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world. It's time we got into the game. My Sunday school teacher said there's a lake of fire when you're dead. That lake of fire troubles me. I'm more concerned with what I see. Christ in me's my hope of glory, but the world tells another story. I'm blistered with hot muck and mire of living in this lake of fire. A crust of lava explodes in me. Appearances are all I see. I read the news, I see the stories. It seems in Christ there is no glory. But how will he break through my wall unless I give to him my all? If God is my true desire, he will quench this worldly fire. My thinking such a fragile thing, but from it comes these songs I sing. When thinking from God's word, it seems my mind begins awakening. And in his service, it can be as powerful as a symphony. With drums and horns and bells and strings, God's word ends these fiery dreams. To walk with Christ, we have to stop and reassess what's on the top of our enormous list of things that stop us from awakening. We must give to Him our hearts and try our best to hold no part from Him who wants to walk with us and share our lives with growing trust. We're living now in this lake of fire, burning up with our desires. Hardly know which way is up. Oh, my Lord, please fill our cups with your peace. It is required to keep us from this lake of fire. Since the lake of fire is real when I die, don't let me feel its flames and smoke burning me. Stop my fiery destiny. Give me God, just give me Him. It's the easiest decision. I'd rather have His love for me throughout all eternity. No living in that lake of fire, no burning up with our desires. Down there we won't know which way's up. He'll not be able to fill our cups with His peace, which is required to keep us from that lake of fire. I'm living now in this lake of fire, burning up with my desires. Hardly know which way is up. Oh, my Lord, please fill this cup with your peace. It is required. Please keep me from this lake of fire. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for his tune, Evil Incoming, found at Incompetech.com. When the fire's over. The verses for this song use the same cording as the chorus. I just use a different finger picking technique. Once again, this is an Eva Vic song where I was goofing off doing some cording and Eva immediately got words. 
We sang this for the first time at a prison, and Eva was astounded to look out at the men to find that many of them were weeping openly or wiping at their eyes. If anyone has gone through the fire, these men have. Yes, they probably made bad decisions that landed them in such a tough spot. But we all make poor decisions, and some of us are spared the consequences we deserve. Perhaps some of us just don't get caught. Nevertheless, there is a point in life, often, where our minds are at last able to reach a state of repentance, a desire to be forgiven and restored and walk with the Lord. This acknowledges that time and says we'll walk with God's Son, Jesus, when the fire's over. We pray that this song will encourage you, especially if you are going through a rough time. Eva felt that we sang this song in a key that was too low, so we re-recorded it and feel very good about the new recording you are about to hear. We hope you enjoy when the fire's over. Sin has all the characteristics of a virus. Has it gone viral in you? If you are Christian and have taken Jesus into your heart, accepted that he died to take your sins away, it would seem important to not dwell on our or others' sins, wouldn't it? Let's put the puzzle pieces together. 
In the Old Testament, we find what you think in your heart, you are. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. In the New Testament, Jesus said, If you lust after a woman, you have committed adultery in your heart. If you lust after judging others, if you feel self-righteous as a Christian, if you are into criticizing others, you have fallen again. Get up. Let me remind you of the truth. Since Jesus saved you by dying for your sins, why would you want to take sin up again? If what you think in your heart you are, what place in your heart has sin, either yours or others? None. There is no place in your heart for either your sins or others' sins. This is not an open door to sin, but a recognition that dwelling on our sins is not productive. Dwelling on sin does not lead us to all truth. Jesus and his forgiveness do. Again, if we judge others, we are disobeying Jesus' directive to judge not, lest you be judged. Why would we judge others? We would judge others because we detect sin. If we detect sin, we have taken sin into our hearts again. Sin and Jesus cannot both dwell in our hearts. They are incompatible. You can have either Jesus or sin, but not both. As Christians, we need to be acutely aware of how we see things. It is an important responsibility. If we condemn, we will be condemned. If we judge, we will be judged. If we witness sin, we will invite sin back into our hearts, which have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus. If you want to get reinfected with the virus of sin, that is your choice. But you have been saved from sin by Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, and it seems very counterproductive to dwell on sin and enable it to get a hold on you once again. Jesus wiped the slate clean by his death on the cross. In our free choice, why would we want to smudge the slate up again? We need to pray for those who stab us with their hate. We need to love our enemies, no matter who they might be. We need to integrate the teachings of Jesus into our lives. Jesus prayed, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Jesus is the way to the kingdom. He is the truth of the kingdom and the life, the abundant life of the kingdom. If we have Jesus in our hearts, we must radiate his kingdom. We must be his kingdom. So, we must be careful how we see. We must discipline ourselves in this dark world to be God's light. 
If you didn't consider all these points mentioned in this chapter, you would be resting on your laurels, claiming Jesus as your Savior, yet not claiming His salvation by your constant reinfection of sin in your precious mind and heart. Jesus even said, If you love me, follow my commands, which infers that we can't love Jesus if we aren't following His commands. He also said, if you don't love me, don't follow my commands, which infers that we are crossing over the line and siding with the enemy if we don't follow Jesus' commands. God's instruction book, the Bible, also tells us that if a person is sinning, don't so much as eat with him. And Paul commanded a person who was sleeping with his dead father's wife to be kicked out of the church, but when he repented, he was allowed back in. So, considering Paul's exhortation, we do need to judge some in this world. As much as we can, though, we need to keep Jesus' words in mind. Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world It's time we got into the game We're so tired of this grandstand world Where feelings never seem to change Sometimes this world seems so unjust I think we'll find, I hope we'll find That through your mind The sidelines aren't for us